This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, the Reverend Alofalale is uh, one of ten self-funding members of the Presbyterian Women of Aotearoa New Zealand delegation to the 60th session of the Commission on the Status of Women. It will be held from the 14th to the 24th of March at the UN headquarters in New York. We thought we'd distract her from packing her bags for a few moments to find out a little bit more about the trip. Uh, Alofalale, thank you for coming in today on the Awesome Morning Show. Good to have you with us. Talofalawa, it's great to be here too. Thank you for the invitation. Tell us how this opportunity came about for you. Well, as a Presbyterian minister and as a member of the Southern Presbytery, we are given the opportunity to receive emails from various various people advertising various um, organisations, events, etc., and one particular email happened to catch my eye that asked if you were a woman and wanted to join the delegation to New York. Well, I must admit, New York was a real... Um, and um, for the 60th Commission on the Status of Women at the UN headquarters, well, of course, I thought, oh, I'll go. So I filled out the application form and sent it in, and then um, I was blessed to be chosen from the group of people who did apply. Obviously very exciting to be the prospect of going to New York, mm. but um, you would have you know, thought about um, what you could bring to that and, and, and the issues that were going to be discussed as part of uh, this opportunity. So what in particular appealed to you in terms of what you think you can bring to this? Well, what, I, what really, I suppose, really attracted me to the whole prospect of going to New York with the delegation was that this particular commission, it's not like a conference where you go and sit in and you hear various speakers speaking to you about various topics. But here at the commission, you're able to actually dialogue and you're able to put your input in and share any insight or any experiences that you have that might help with the with the whole dialogue towards countries being able to then lobby their their governments as to how changes can be implemented and how improvements can be made. And in particular, this year's um, main theme is how countries, women, can reduce the and prevent violence to women and young, young girls around the world, wherever they are. And um, I think that's something that here in New Zealand, such a small country, and yet violence, domestic violence, is... is is where we're high up on the list of, of where it is prevalent. And so being able to go along and dialogue and actually put give my input and be able to share ideas one-to-one and as a group is, is really exciting. It's not me taking notes of what people have said and come back and tell people. It's me being able to give my story as well and to hear other people's stories. Well, let's hear a little about your story. Uh, you've, you've taken on a relatively new role recently, but, but give us a little bit of your history. Well, um, I'm New Zealand-born Samoan and that my parents arrived in New Zealand in the early 60s and settled in Wellington. And I was born in, in Wellington and raised in Purirua. And all of my schooling was in Purirua. Then I went to teacher's college and trained to be a teacher and then from there went to teach at primary and then secondary school. And um, after teaching, I took a role at um, Victoria University as a Pacific Liaison Officer there. And then um, 2003, my husband and I, by then I was married and had 
two, three, you know, three already by then, three children, and um, we felt the call to ministry. So we travelled down to Dunedin where the Presbyterian Church had its um, residential Knox College. We That's where we trained, and um, and we've been here ever since. And I was called to the Otago Peninsula Presbyterian Parish in 2007, and um, sadly the, the church decided to close midway through last year, almost a year today. And um, so I was without a position, and then I... Now I've been called to Dunedin South Presbyterian Church as a part-time minister. Starting, I just started in February. So, and having having just started in that role, um, you'll be getting to grips with, I guess, the people and the issues of, of mm, South Dunedin. Very much so. I grew up in Puriru in Cannons Creek, and um, for many of us, that was our reality. It wasn't. It wasn't until you left Puriru that you knew that there was anything different. But you know, we. I had a happy childhood. I grew up. I felt I was loved and everything. And I'm sure all the families in in, in South Dunedin, as well as anywhere in Dunedin, would want their children to feel loved and be able to provide for them. There was a story of some students from a local high school that were quite sad that they read a um, report about South Dunedin how a mother would go without food for her so that her ch- children would um, be able to eat. And I thought to myself, I'd, if I was a mother, I, would, I wouldn't be sad. I would be happy that I was feeding my children because that's probably the only way I could. But if all parents and all families were able not to do that, wouldn't that be great? If I wanted to feed my family, I could, because everybody wants to feed their family, but uh, there are many that cannot. I imagine that you'll have the opportunity not just to talk on the themes of uh, the convention, the commission, when you when you go to New York, but... I guess one of the things you'll be looking forward to is talking from women from all over the world oh, about yes. all sorts of things. Six thousand women registered already in the um, in the commission. It's it's going to be it's going to be great. I can see laughter. I can see tears. I can see everything there. And being able to connect to with perhaps some other Pacific Island woman. I'm the only Pacific Island woman that I know of on our da- of all the New Zealand women going. So it'll be great to actually meet some other Pacific Island women as well. And one of the one of the interests or one of the real um, concerns I have too is um, maintenance of culture and language of people who are displaced from their own countries, like myself being New Zealand born. How can I facilitate for people growing up in New Zealand to be able to learn their mother tongue and learn their culture? It's a uh, I mean, it's the same anywhere around the world. I mean, I can imagine if you're Puerto Rican or if you're Nigerian and your your children are born in, in New York or born in, in South Dunedin, how do you continue to help your children maintain or have that cultural cultural collateral that you would have if you were born in your own country. Only becoming a bigger issue really, isn't it? And we're about to welcome um, Syrian families uh, here who will be dealing Mm. with exactly Mm. those issues. Exactly. And I I mean, one statistic I heard just recently is that um, the New Zealand-born Pacific population is the fastest growing population here in New Zealand. And to be able to cater for them in that, you know, when I go anywhere, I'm New Zealand-born, but... so where are you from? I say, I'm Samoan. 
So how do I show that I'm someone other than people can tell by looking at me that that I must be from somewhere else or and so how how can I do I know the language do I know the culture or do I talk about the New Zealand language and the New Zealand culture So no shortage of things to talk about when oh, you're over there yes. um do you know the women you'll be travelling with Yes I know some of them we have met since um since the delegation was was selected so it's great that there are quite a few Dunedin women and some of them I, I didn't realise, but I had connected with them in the past, and it's great to be able to now be able to go on a trip like this with them. Are you planning to kind of um, divvy up responsibilities and sort of attack different workshops and things well, like that? Well, there so are. Can... Everyone has their own different um, interests in their line of um, expertise, per se. And so people have got certain interests that they would like to go to, but there is an opportunity also for us as a group to be able to share with the Presbyterian Church of USA in presenting a dialogue-type discussion about how the Presbyterian Church um, helps reduce poverty by education here in New Zealand. So there's a group of us, our delegation leader, Reverend Carol Grant and a couple of others who've been gathering all the sources of information that we can share during that dialogue. I'm talking with uh, the Reverend Alofa Lale, who's one of 10 women, uh, members of the Presbyterian Women of Aotearoa New Zealand delegation to the 60th session of the Commission on the Status of Women to be held in New York very, very soon. Uh, now, you have self-funded this uh, this trip, which, let's face it, is not an inexpensive one, even getting there is expensive, and of course you've got your accommodation costs. Tell us about how that journey has gone. Well, when I read the small print on the acceptance to to the delegation, I saw self-funded. It was probably there when I applied for it too, but I didn't really take (laughs) much notice. And um, so once I saw the self-funded and I had been accepted, then I had to weigh up whether, well, can I really afford to go? Once I found out that the airfares were over $3,000 just to get there and back and our accommodation was going to cost over $3,000 as well as costs that that are there for attending various workshops that do cost on top. And you more or less have to provide your own food unless you're being fed at the at the commission. And and um, so, yes, I just did sort of think, oh, no, I won't go. I, I really can't afford it. And then I thought to myself, I've been accepted. I've got to at least try and honour the the fact that I've been accepted. So a few ideas came across, and um, I have a very good friend, TJ Tautua, who was um, the best gospel singer, winner of the best gospel at New Zealand Music Awards last year, as well as best male Pacific um, award winner. And I met him at a wedding that he'd come down to sing at here in Dunedin. And I said to him, oh, would you like to help me with my fundraising? And he said, of course I will. And of course, he's one of my ex-students from Victoria University ah. when I was. So contacts do help, those connections. And so we figured out a date and um, when he was available. So he came down on the 11th of February and Today, um, concert. So we had a concert evening at the Salvation Army Hall, and my children are members of band. So we had my daughter's band, The Last Minute, and my son's band, Albion Place. And so it was a great evening of of entertainment and, of course, food. And we raised enough there to pay my airfares. 
So that was really, it was a, it was a blessing, really. And um, from then, it was accommodation plus other costs. And oh, peop- we had a movie night fundraiser the other night showing The Three Wise Cousins. Have you heard of that movie? I've, I, I know about it because we've been publicising it here, but I haven't seen it. Oh, well, that, it sounds that, like a great that movie. was the last screening was that, yes, for my fundraiser. And it was a full theatre, and it was great. It was, you must see it. That movie is so good. I'm actually thinking of using it as a way to um, introduce New Zealand-born issues and um, and things into some study that I'm doing later on. So that movie night helped with the accommodation costs, and I got a call this morning from a, a local law firm who were able to help me out with the remaining costs. So Wilkinson Rogers are very helpful, and I'm blessed. It was a godsend, actually, because um, we've had a personal um, death in the family that that sort of has um, stretched our own funds considerably, but we're, we're blessed that God's... God's looking after us. And so are you there now with your family? I am target? there now. That's wonderful news. Yes, and it's, it's good timing because Saturday is when we're flying out. All so. right. <laughs> okay, so you're what, uh, 15 days or so on the ground or thereabouts? Yes, and, about yeah, 12 days 12 on days. the ground. Yeah, four uh, days in the air. In the air. Yeah. <laughs> it is a significant journey. Mm. Um, it will be difficult, I suppose, at the moment for you to look past actually being there. But mm. what do you imagine um, this experience will offer you uh, in terms of what you might be able to share when you come back? Oh, I'm, I'm, I've now, since um, since being accepted, I've joined the, the Pacifica Dunedin Central branch here in Dunedin, and um, I'm really looking forward to being able to come back after the commission to be able to share with Pacifica many of the issues perhaps and concerns that other countries, women in other countries have. And perhaps some of those concerns may be similar to ones we have here. And um, being able to tell the story and perhaps to tell stories of other women because um, we can share stories and be able to learn from each other because of those stories. So I'm looking forward to being able to say this is what's happening in this country and how they are trying to make changes and implement changes and perhaps that's something that we could do here. Hello Falale, travel well. Thank you. Have an amazing experience. Mm. I think we should probably catch up when you get back. It would be great. And talk about some of the issues that were, were raised at the uh, 60th session of the Commission on the Status of Women to be held in New York. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.